0: This is educated and empowered. For those of you who are just now tuning in, today's topic is what is it that you're really more afraid of? Failure or success. And if we are not already connected, please go to either Wisdom or Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, or Instagram, and find and follow me at my name is Tanil. And if you would like to show your support for what it is that I offer, Through these podcasts Then go to my Educated and Empowered podcast Whether you go to Anchor.fm Or Spotify Any of the other Major streaming platforms You can go there Look up Educated and Empowered And then you can become A subscriber It's only $3.99 a month And show your support And not only will you get Access to this content But you will get access To bonus content Exclusive episodes That I make Just for my subscribers And so again, we're going to jump in because the first piece of the show, I was talking about um, people who say that what they're afraid of is failing, right? Because I don't want to waste my time or I don't want to waste my resources trying to do something and I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to do it, right? And here's the thing, I think if you ask anybody who has been in business, they will tell you They didn't just know they could do it when I again, I say when I started and I'm not trying to say that I am the perfect example for you all, but I'm just giving myself as an example. When I started as an author in 2010, the end of 2010 is when I published my first book. I started traveling the country in 2011 because, again, my first book was a national award-winning book. And so I traveled with that book across the country. And so the point that I'm making is when I wrote the book, I didn't know that it was going to win any awards. I wrote the book because I was, I was uh, kind of unctioned by the Holy Spirit to write the book. I didn't know what it was going to lead to. And so you have to understand that when you go into business, when you do whatever it is you're desiring to do, it's a faith walk, right? It says we walk by faith and not by sight, meaning faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So that means that you don't know what is going to be if you knew that at the end of the road it was going to be a billion dollars then yeah you go ahead and that would be your motivation to keep going but the beauty of this thing is that you're doing it based off of your love and your passion for whatever it is again it's not just industrially related so it doesn't just have to be a right writing a book or working a job starting a business even again in in being in relationships you know sometimes we could have been hurt so many times by love heart has been broken repeatedly to the point that now you are just like you know what just never mind i'm writing off relationships period but here's the thing if you are a person that believes within yourself that you were purposed to be a spouse you can't be a spouse and give up on love at the same time somehow you have to be able to understand that just because These situations didn't work for whatever the reasons does not mean that my ultimate purpose was a mistake, right? Or that I was wrong in my interpretation of what I was called to do or be. And so, like I say, you have to understand that for every reason that somebody can give as to why it is that they don't want to do something, you know, all the different fears of how we could fail because if I'm doing it by myself, if I don't have anybody to do it with me or maybe I don't have the money or maybe I don't have the resources or how am I going to do this or that, right? Like anything that you could offer up as one of those excuses for why you won't, I guarantee you that I can give you a solution for why that's not (laughs) a sufficient excuse, right? Okay. I don't have the money, but there are so many things that you can do avenues that you could take for whatever it is you're trying to do that are free. There are a lot of free resources out here that if you do some research, you would be able to gain access to, so what's the next thing, you know? So I don't wanna do it by myself. Well, if you go to some of these uh, meetups and things like that, uh, there are a lot of, regardless of the industry, they that's that has communities right you can reach out and talk to somebody you don't want to do it by yourself so talk to somebody whether you're talking to them on the phone via zoom or facetime or if it's in your you know nearby surrounding meet up with them have a cup of coffee this is how now now you're not alone so what's the next thing you know well, i don't have the experience you'll never have the experience until you actually start doing it right like for those people who are married 20 years, when you started out, you were never married. So how did you become married for 20 years? By standing in relationship day by day by day. After 365 of those days, it became a year. After an additional 365 days, now it's two years and then five and then 10 and then 20. You see the point? So you didn't start out. With any experience, when you started that job, you didn't have any, any experience. And even if you had work experience, you didn't have work experience at that job. How did you become on, you know, how did, how is it that now you're on the job for five years or 10 years or about to retire day by day by day? So what's the next excuse? So that's the thing that I'm saying, like, no matter what reason that you offer up as a reason uh, for why you have not done the thing that you really say that you want to do so much as a coach (laughs) one of the things that I'm able to do like just immediately is call out bs and I'm sorry to say it like that but a lot of that it's excuses and I'm able really to see through the excuse and and, as I was saying at the you know uh earlier I said how many times people are saying that they're afraid to fail but when you really start dissecting that thing what you what you learn is that a lot of people are actually afraid of success a lot of people are afraid that if i do it it actually will work if i try i actually will be able to do it and then what like Because now that's calling me to be a different me than I've ever had to be, right? So, like, if you're the type of person that every day you just get up and you just sit on the couch 24 hours a day and all you're doing is watching TV or playing your games. And and let's say, let's say in that, that you then want to become a video developer, a video game developer, Because you spent so much time planning them. So now, you know, you're able to see, oh, well, it could be like this. And, and, And you're catching the mistakes and flaws and improvements that could be made. And so within yourself, you believe that you could be a developer. But then what happens? Somehow we start to psych ourselves out because you're like, now you're starting to think about, ooh, but what would success look like? So whereas I used to be able to just sit down all day and just play video games all day, now if this is my job, for many people, one of the biggest psych-outs is, is expectations. Will I be able to, and consi- consistency, will I be able to consistently meet the expectations, meet the expectations of my clients or my customers, meet the expectations of the public if whatever it is that you're looking to do puts you in the public eye, right? Because a lot of times people can't handle um, pressure And so it's like, okay, if I actually do this thing and if it turns out as well as I think it's going to turn out, it's going to be big. And then we start those same conversations that we was having that was keeping us there because we were saying we were afraid to what those same conversations start playing in our head again. Man, because it's just me and I don't have any money. And then if I blow up, how I'm going to be able to manage all of these orders or how I'm going to be able to manage all these clients. You've talked yourself out of doing it (laughs) before you even got started. You've allowed yourself to, the great thing, to see that, hey, I know that I could do it. But then you allow yourself to get overwhelmed by the potential problems that could exist, right? And so one of the best things that you can do for yourself is to just allow things to happen. Just take things as they happen. Don't create any unnecessary problems. Don't create problems that have not existed. Now, again, if you've listened to me anytime, you've heard me talk about creating that SWOT analysis, right? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And so, yes, a part of the business culture is to identify these things proactively. So, yeah, you do want to know what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, what are the opportunities, you know, so what are some things you could take advantage of? and then what are the potential threats? So yes, you do want to be able to identify them, but it's not so they can fake you out. You identify your weaknesses and your threats so that you can strengthen those areas, right? So you don't you don't identify a threat of what could happen as a justification as to why not pursue what you're looking for. You don't say, Oh my goodness, because I may not be able to fulfill all those orders. Cause what happened if I write this book and then everybody wants a copy of it? That's too many copies, so just never mind. No, no, no. Now you just figure out, okay, if I have a lot of people, and let's say that you don't want to have your book listed through Amazon. Again, I might have to do a whole broadcast or podcast on this because this is a episode in and of itself. But like every author should be on Amazon, but that's a whole nother something or another we'll talk about later. But the point is, if you are a person who decides that, okay, I'm going to list my book. And I want, but I don't want to be on Amazon. I only want to come through my website. And again, I understand that's another marketing ploy, another marketing strategy. And if you already have the support, the email listing, the 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 customer listing, to make that happen, where you don't feel like you need Amazon they're two thumbs up to you um and again there are other strategies that are connected with why one would choose to only sell from their website as opposed to also using amazon but here is the point if you are like man because all of these people are going to be ordering my books i don't have them listed on amazon and so i don't know if i'm going to have enough capital to keep on you know fulfilling all of these orders you don't not Write the book, and yes, I know those are a couple double negatives together. But you don't not write the book for fear that you will be too good. No, what you do is if you feel if if you've identified so one of your weaknesses is the uh, the fact that you don't feel that you have enough capital, right? Then and a threat is well what happens if I don't have enough money then I can't fulfill orders that becomes your threat so now what you do is if that's a real if that's a genuine concern then a you either figure out how to get additional capital so if you are not a business if you're a business then you can see if you qualify for a business loan or grants again depending on what your business is if you're not a business and if you're not able to do fundraising or just have that those cap uh, those funds and that capital then now that just means that you have to become a little creative so now instead of opening it up for the world if you only want to sell a hundred books or a thousand books or, you know, whatever your number is. So get it to a place where it's not overwhelming for you. So if you say, you know what, because um, it, it, again, we, what we'll do is we'll try to take on Mount Rushmore at a time, as opposed to work in reverse. Take on one small piece at a time, right? So, Ask yourself if if you've identified that too many people. I, I I can't do it because it's too many people. Whether it's because you don't feel like you're gonna have enough money to com- continue to fulfill those books, you know, fulfill those orders, or if you feel like that that's too many people and you're spreading yourself thin, then now you proactively come up with a solution and a potential solution could be okay well how many people do you feel like you can handle and instead of saying for the year break it down by the month so maybe you may say okay I'm actually good with 100 people a month so that means that now what you do is instead of promote yourself endlessly and limitlessly you then get on top of it and you say hey whether you want to do it at a month or at a week's time. You can either say, hey, this month I have a deal. The first 100 people to do blah, 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 blah will get my book or whatever your program is. So whether you want to say 100 for the month or if every week you want to do something for a group of 25 people. So now that way, now you are in control of that number and you only have to get a hundred books a month and anyone who comes over that number guess what now they spill into the second month and so if you had a hundred and twenty-five people that signed on and said they were interested don't freak yourself out and stress yourself out trying to figure out where the x-25 books are coming from no now you just roll that over, and so you still stay true to your word and your business model that you know you can handle. And now those 25 people go to the roll over to the next month. So now you only have the space for 75 people, and that so that 75 plus 25 that's your 100 person quota. That's what you do, not, well, I'm just not gonna write a book because I can't handle all these people. No. Still write the book, still start the business, but figure out what you can handle, figure out what you can do. And then that's what we call a win-win situation, because now you're being true to your purpose, you're executing what you have to do, and you're able to do it in a way that's keeping you quote-unquote comfortable. Because here's the thing, when you're in purpose i don't even want to say in business when you're in business um, now i just said business when you're in purpose what you're going to notice is that you you're you're not going to always be able to be comfortable most of the time walking in purpose has nothing to do with you most of the time like 98 percent of the time if you're really in purpose you're probably going to be uncomfortable because it's not about you, because you do have to get out of yourself, out of the things that you would normally do in order to execute this thing, right? And so um, if you limit yourself to just what you're comfortable with, then you may not be being 100% true to what your purpose really is. However, if that's good for you, So if you're at the place where you're like, you know what, I'm good with this 100 100 person a month model, then go with it and it works. But you see how... Instead of not having to write the book at all because you were so afraid of having to deal with everybody, you just figured out a solution that would give you the best of both worlds. And so, again, now, for whoever was listening, that was free advice. Y'all see, these are type of ideas that as a coach, whether life coach or lit coach, that I'm able to generate for you all, and we customize a plan specifically for you. So, again, quick shameless plug if you want to work with me as your personal coach, whether that means that you just call and you sit down and we get a consultation going, or you want for me to design a plan that's specifically for you, you can go to my website, which is my name is Toneal.com. That's my name is T-O-N-E-A-L.com. And we can get that going today. We are just about finishing this up. If you're just now tuning in again, um, it is today's topic is what is it that you're really more afraid of failure or success? And so as I started off saying, this is all about mindset. It's all about mindset. There really is nothing to fear. What's the cliche? But fear itself. There is nothing to it but to do it. So whatever the it is for you, you know, we are kind of almost halfway into this first month of the new year already. For those of you who have written out Y'all know how I feel about goals, but I'm going to say it for, this, uh, for the sake of this, y'all say goals. So whether you've written out your goals, your aspirations, your dreams, your plans, for those of you who've already written them out, okay, are we working on them yet? Are we working on them yet? Or were you just, okay, Is was it just sufficient that you wrote it out? I pray that it wasn't just sufficient to write it out because you'll never get it. If you don't start working on it. So I want to encourage you to start working on it. And if you don't know where to start again, I will encourage you to employ a coach, get someone who can help you figure out where to start, because if you don't know where to start now, you probably won't know where to start a week from now, 21 days from now, six months from now. So it's, it's so great that you took the time to actually write it out on a piece of paper, but it would be so much more fulfilling and so much more gratifying if you actually started working on ways to start getting it actually done, right? So I'm hoping that this has helped you all Um, because again, at the end of the day, I think that many people are holding themselves back because you think you can do it and you're afraid of what will life look like then? Well, because I like how things are right now. I like how I'm able to be home every day by this o'clock. You know, I like being able to have this time set aside for my family or, you know, for myself or, and who's to say that that cannot continue to be the case again Once you know, once you have identified what is important to and for you, then you can always put a plan together. You can proactively create a plan that will allow it to be that these things always stay in place. See, a lot of times we get overwhelmed by life because we have not already mapped out what it is that we need for ourselves. So like when you haven't sat down to say, okay, I need to have at least two hours to myself every day. If you haven't said that, if that has not, if you have not put that out there, if you haven't written it down, if you haven't made it known, then guess what? That means that you're not doing anything to ensure that that's going to happen. So in your mind, you're erroneously feeling like because you know that you need two hours, that somehow everything and everybody else in the world it's supposed to just be able to read your mind and to know to not bother you for those two hours. But why would they? If every time they if every time they call or they ask, you just get up and go, if you never say out loud, this is my two hours, from this time to this time, I cannot be bothered, or you don't even answer the phone, don't respond to the text for those two hours. Because if you if you do that, then guess what? After a while they'll know, hey. Such and such don't ever answer their phone or respond to me from here to here. So, after a while, they know to just leave you alone for those two hours. But many times, what happens is many of you don't put that out there. You don't either verbally say it or put it where people know that this is the thing that is a priority to me or for me. And so, if you don't make your priority a priority, you cannot expect other people to prioritize your priority that they don't even know about. So all of that said to say that when you start doing whatever it is that you're looking to do. So, again, those of you that may be looking to get married, you don't have to totally lose yourself when you start dating just let that person know from the onset, hey, every Tuesday I play ball with the boys or every Thursday I go shopping with the girls. You come in letting that be known and then guess what? Now you're setting a precedent. So we do have a guest in queue. Creed Cole is going to come on and is either going to ask a question or... Or give a comment about our topic, which is what are you really more afraid of? Failure or success? Uh-oh. I guess Creed is going to come back somehow. We lost him. But we'll once he gets back to the queue, we'll let him back in again. But again, if there are any of you who have questions, feel free to go ahead and come to the microphone. So you can either ask your question or you can give your comment about what you feel in regards to this topic because again it's, it's held many people back and we wanted to stop holding you back
1: how you doing creed hey how you doing
0: today i'm doing well thanks for coming to the mic
1: thank you thank you i'm looking at your topic it says what is what is it that you do you really more afraid of failure or success hmm. <clears throat> and what were you saying though would you leave off at please
0: Oh, just saying that a lot of times people are actually more afraid of succeeding than they are of failing.
1: Yes. I think that maybe what it is is that uh, we have one thing humans have a uh, adapt nature is that we don't like change. Mm-hmm. I mean, we the way we say we want it and expect it. And one of the reasons is so many secondary gains by not changing. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we self-sabotage in, in, indirectly. And so while we want to Cross over and do this and that. It'll take us a lot of times outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And plus, unless we, our subconscious really is accepting it, um, the 12% that we use, which is our conscious, it's going to be contrary to it. So this, this is not going to be in sync. So a lot of times, it's, you're not in sync.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, no, absolutely, absolutely, it does make sense, and that's kind of what we were saying, that you have to get out of your own head, right, because so much of this, whether or not you, the fear of failure or success, it's all about mindset, and it's do you really want it? A lot of times we like to say things because it sounds politically correct or because we're trying to fit into a particular social circle, but when it comes down to it, are you actually, willing to do the work to get it done and then if you're not you have to then ask yourself why am I not willing to do it so absolutely self-sabotage plays a huge role you're absolutely correct
1: and then a lot of times again there's a lot of secondary gains that we have created over the years by things being like it is and so meaning secondary gains meaning um a reason, like we you know, we keep coming up with excuses. But a lot of times, we need to just do a good business plan, a uh, one year, then a three year, and then we just, if we do it the right way, and we um, we manage it the right way, then usually we're getting some measure of success.
0: Absolutely. Because what
1: happens is your cognitive, your um, either motor skills, when you write it down or you text it, it's kind of repeating it twice, and then um, it kind of puts it into sub, uh, it passes the critical mind like that too. So I mean it's, a, it's, it's some techniques you can use, and then also your environment if you succumb yourself in the you know, environment of what you want to succeed in or what you want to do or change or start or whatever that usually, that usually helps too. And then also when we um, exit our fears and phobias from um, people that our caregivers and stuff, we' make sure we just do a fear and phobia check <laughs> to make sure that it's stuff is valid.
0: Yep absolutely and i thank you for coming in because so many of the things that you said have been what i've been saying on the show so i thank you for that confirmation no 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 i thank you for the confirmation because again sometimes people you know like a lot of times with uh with people it it, it hits home when you hear more than one person say the same thing you know because sometimes you may hear somebody say it oh they just saying this or they just saying that but then somebody else comes behind and say the exact same thing and it's like you know what, maybe I need to pay attention to this because maybe it's a reason why this is being said. So I thank you so much for coming to the microphone and sharing your insight. And if we're not already connected, feel free to follow me and stay tuned into the show. Did you have another yes, question man. before you, a question or anything else that you want to say before you left?
1: No, ma'am, that was just fine. I just wanted to throw that out there and, and just put a little smart input on it. Yep. Um, ask add, add a little content, that's all. I appreciate
0: you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming to the mic, and keep on listening to the show. Yes,
1: ma'am.
0: Alright guys, and so again, if there's anybody else that has any questions that you would like to add to this topic, or if you have a comment or some insight that you would like to give, feel free to step to the mic. But in general, um, as Creed was saying, we have to understand that we ha- the power lies within us, and a lot of times it is a, self- a thing of self-sabotaging, but again, you have to ask yourself why are you sabotaging the situation, and it typically is going to go back. Back to the Am I afraid of failing or am I actually afraid that I will succeed? And in succeeding, What's going to happen is that now my life may potentially change. And so I've been doing the same thing for X amount of years. And so if I have this routine, but now I start to succeed, now my routine has to change. Now what I used to do, I can't really do. But again, as I told you, if you are proactive, you identify those things that you really like to do, right? Like some of us, we we waste time. Um, not even not even understand the type of time that we're investing in things like if you were to write out and this is one of the things that I I created a, a planner for creatives and if you write out there's a time tracker in there and and one of the things the the point of the time tracker is really to get you to be cognizant of how much time you actually spend doing nothing and when I say nothing I mean activities that are not productive things that are not helping to yield to your success of whatever your task is so if there's a particular goal that you have in mind how much of your time are you spending on activities that are not helping you get any closer to checking that off of your list right and as you get once you hit a certain age your mindset really should shift into one of productivity and it's not going to just happen on its own like you don't just say okay well when I'm you know when I'm 17 or 15 or whatever I can I can pl- blow off things and then once I become 22 or 27 now I'm just gonna think no You have to train yourself to be different. Otherwise, you'll be 37 with the exact same itinerary that you had when you were 17. Like if you don't. Um, Proactively engage in activities and put yourself around people who are maturing. Engage in activities that's going to help you be productive. You can literally just wake up every day and you still in your pajamas. You still watching TV. You still eating your cereal. You still and that's it's no diss to cereal because I still eat cereal, okay? But I'm just saying like when we think about what unproductivity looks like. It's typically just sitting at home all day in your robe eating cereal. Unless you're getting paid for that or unless you're able to perform your duties in your robe eating cereal, most of the time you actually have to get up and you have to start doing stuff. You have to get ready. You have to put out some energy and that has to be intentional. And so many times the reason why we don't do that is because of the fact that we're afraid of what it will look like on the other side. And so as I'm ending, I just want for you all to take this new year by the horns, like leave all the excuses in 2022, leave the procrastination the self-sabotage, leave all of that in 2022. Like, you really have to want whatever it is for you. Don't feel like, oh, it's not enough hours in a day. I keep telling people Beyonce, Jay-Z, LeBron James, Oprah Winfrey, all whoever it is that you look to, uh, Joe Biden, you know, whoever you look to as being very productive or the person that is your go-to they have the same 24 hours in their day that you have in yours. The only difference is how they choose to spend it. And so I encourage you to actually get in touch with yourself in terms of knowing what it is that you really want out of life, right? So what is it that I want for myself? And you are never too young to start asking yourself this question, but do understand that over time what it is that you want very well may change what I wanted when I was 13 was not the same as what I wanted when I was 23 was not the same as what I wanted you know in my 30s and now that I'm in my 40s the things that I want change why because many of times the things that I want I actually go and I do them and so it's never like I get to the end of my list if I wanted you know five things when I was 13 Nine times out of 10, by the time I was 14, I got those five things. So I need something else to do. Or even say if it took me in my teens, by the time I got to my 20s, I'm not still working on the same things. But everybody is different. And so if it takes you a little bit longer, that's fine. Nobody is saying, okay, put a time clock on yourself to get this particular thing done. But what is being said is that you should be able to check off at least one thing a year. Like if you have, if you got 10 things you're trying to get done, You do not have to put pressure on yourself to try to get all 10 things done in the year, but you do need to get at least one thing done. If if you look back on 2022 and if you're the type of person to write things down, and if the same things that you put on your list for 2022, and this is 2023, and none of them were done, and not only were none of those things done, but nothing else was done either, then you, you have to be a big girl and a big boy, put on your big people underwear. And you got to ask yourself that question, what have I been doing with my time? Why is it that all this time later, nothing has still gotten done? And so once you come to terms with that, that you're not being productive, then hopefully that will give you what you need to start, you know, really doing what's necessary to become productive and so again thank you all so much for tuning in and i encourage you if you are not already doing so to please connect with me across social media whether it be wisdom facebook instagram twitter tiktok linkedin clubhouse or youtube you can find and follow me at my name is teneo if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, how in the world can I do it? Like everything that you're saying sounds great, but I just really feel overwhelmed and I don't know exactly where to start. Then reach out and schedule a consultation with me. You don't have to do any extreme commitment because a lot of problems with people are they are commitment phobes. So you don't have to start off in a coaching program. You can start off with a one hour consultation and we can figure it out together. Go to my website. My name is Tenille.com. That's my name is T-O-N-E-A-L.com. And lastly, if you are not already subscribed to my Educated and Empowered podcast on Anchor.fm, I do ask that you go ahead and subscribe. Show your support. Give me some encouragement on the other end. I really appreciate it. It's only $3.99 a month to subscribe. So that is Anchor.fm forward slash educated and empowered but thank you all so much for tuning in and until next time you guys stay inspired